Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I've conquered my fear. I'm Declan. <laughs> This week, we're finishing up, wrapping up fully the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman franchise. And I want to start this just by going through our general thoughts on the series. Yeah. The general thoughts completely as a whole, as a, a piece of its own self, not individual films. Yeah. So let's start off with you, Declan, then. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's funny you say that because there's definitely for me one movie that stands out above the rest, but mm. I will do my best to think about it as one whole thing. And I yeah. think it's quite, I think it is, I think it is pretty good, and I think it does tie itself together well. But you can tell that these movies were written individually without the future one in sight. That's true. Before mm. they tried to make complete movies, you can tell, which yes. is good because each movie is good on its own. But you yeah. can tell it wasn't perfect. It doesn't perfectly tie together as a series, in my opinion. No. As much as it could, yeah, 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 I agree. I think they're, I think they're good as standalone films. Mm. Um, and you know, I was pretty picky with certain things in these, but they're still fantastic movies. Uh, I just, I just wish they were shot by someone else. That's all. And I, and I wish <laughs> your grasp of the cinematography is. Mister is an Academy Award cinematographer. I never rated him, and. <laughs> Sorry, it's, well, it's personal opinion. And I don't like Christian Bale as Batman. He's good as Bruce Wayne, but as Batman, it just, I don't know, it just throws me off. Yeah, well, I, like I said, the villains weird. the villains just have more screen presence than him. Yeah. That I don't usually like that. happens with Batman. Though. Yeah, well, I don't yeah, like That's true. Often what happens yeah. with He's, Batman. The villains, uh, what is it called when like the amount steal, of them steal the show? Or yeah, they usually yeah. do. That's what I said. even Quite, in the actually, comics with DC. Really, in general, the villains uh, steal Ex- the show a bit more. Yeah. Mm. Except Zack Snyder's vision. But then with it's not with Marvel, it's the it's opposite. The hero, work. the heroes steal the show over the villain. They have like the opposite problem. Yeah, with each other, yes. yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, look, they're still fantastic movies, and I'll still watch them again. Probably not Batman Begins. I think I said that before. Um, and yeah, look, I love the Joker and I love Bane and I love seeing Batman get beaten up. And that's me. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. I, I'm surprised at how well they did actually flow together for me this time and, mm. and become a part of one another because I always, thought, I always remembered them more so being their own thing. And I think, yes, they were written individually as separate films. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because by the time we got to... Thank you. By the time we got to... Um, Dark Knight Rises, mm. you can see that it was supposed to be the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises as an initial piece in of itself. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But, you know, events of things happened, yeah. which yeah. we'll get into. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that all around, the idea that it follows this mob mentality, that mm. underlying structure of Gotham's corruption of crime and having to get rid of that yeah. is the the uh, strongest tie of the film. I think even Batman's story is less of like a flow, flowing piece yep. than the trying to get rid of the corruption of crime syndicates yeah. in the city. Yeah, You know, it opens with Falcone, then it goes to um, the Joker taking the money, and then it goes to Maroney. Mm. 
And you, you kind of feel like that is a natural progression. Yeah. But Batman's progression by the third film doesn't feel natural. Yeah. yeah. You know, between two and three. Yeah. And it just feels like he's... Oh, it's, it's, like, it's like he hasn't really done much. I don't know. It's, it's true. Well, he doesn't well, feel like he's Batman you, for long. You're meant, to feel, you're meant to feel like at the end of The Dark Knight, he gets framed for Dent's murder and then puts away the suit and he's not Batman until we see him again in The Dark Knight Rises eight years later. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it. I just find it odd. Like, I think I've still been doing things. Yeah, mm. I think because you just you know you hear of. I'm not a comic book person, but you just have all this in the back of your head. He's been on so many adventures, and you wanted yeah. to see that in film, and I think that sort of plays a part in it. Well, like I've which said, which is not Nolan's fault. But yeah. yeah, like I've said a lot of times, like my I still want to see that interpretation of Batman that is the veteran, yeah. calm, cool, collected. Like I've been through this shit, and I know I'm going to get through it again. Batman that we haven't. Really seen in a movie yet? Yeah, but uh, he wasn't that. He was nah. a psycho. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> even even movie. Affleck was a psycho. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, Affleck yeah. was a psycho. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you, you never get that. Um, the yeah. detective with a philosophical nature like, as well. Yeah, and there's there's that's there's what a perfect the animated moment did. from the yeah. um the yeah. Arkham games. This that encapsulates it perfect. I can't remember if it's in Asylum or um City. Yeah, but there's a moment where you get trapped in a room. Mm. and Commissioner Gordon or someone comes over the earpiece and he's like, oh, are you, you going to be okay? Like you're trapped in there. And Batman just calmly goes, I'll get out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's Batman to me. Like yeah. he's Which, just so confident that he'll Batman's be able to figure a way out of the situation. Interesting. It's like cat and mouse. Yeah. Like, he yeah. plays it through, well, what's my thoughts of it? Interesting. Through, through years and he just knows he's just gonna, it's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I just recently read, and I'm going to spoil a little bit here. I recently read uh, Scott Snyder's new um batman or well, it's kind of i can't remember the name but i think it's batman the last crusade something like that it's, it's called the new one y- yeah it's fairly new and uh in it it opens with bruce going to uh the location of his parents death mm. and there's been this guy that's gone around through whole of gotham and has done a chalk line for the last 365 days on each street of gotham and it's made a chalk line of Batman's dead body on the streets. Oh, Batman. From, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And at the heart of it is he's where his family died. You know, he's, has died. So he goes there and sees a young boy that is like, uh, is dead, a decomposed young boy, and rigged to its corpse is a gun. And the gun comes up and shoots him. And then he wakes up 20 years later. Mm. And he wakes up in an asylum and the joker is there as the doctor and the doctor's saying you've woken up finally you know you've finally woken up and it's been this long you've been this way since you were a child and you've thought that we're all the villains in your your story but we're Mm -hmm. only just the the people trying to help you and alfred's even come in and gone like hey master bruce you know it's nice to finally see you back again and he just won't believe it and you find out later on that Alfred is the one that's made this huge thing. He's created a program to make him look younger. He's created like one and a half miles of city block to try and find, tell Bruce that, you know, he is different and, you know, that he doesn't have to be Batman and to make him believe that he never was Batman in the first place. Wow. So he's done all this stuff, and by the end of it, he goes, "How did you know that I, I didn't? I I wasn't actually Batman." 
that that you know this was this wasn't real and he said like um something to do with like the smell gave off there's a little bit of something that gave off who you were and that's all it took and that idea of like he wasn't worried he stuck by his 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 you know opinions on it and like what he believes as who he is yeah and then finds it out with such ease yeah and then doesn't even get angry at alfred he's just like I understand, old friend, you know, yeah. and he gets rid of like the, the mask. And then you find out yet again after that, that's even uh, a, a plant, <laughs> like a, yeah. a, another layer. It's almost like an inception layer. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I like that amount of layering for Batman, the yeah. idea of a, you know, a dive into that world and seeing Batman not be, as you said, Declan, hot-headed or yeah. anything on that front mm. staying level yeah that's his thing yeah 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 um but i want to know what this stacks up with other franchises yeah of this nature yeah. you know we did harry potter last week mm. well a couple of weeks ago couple now, weeks ago now. Yeah. last time yeah. yes the last series <laughs> yeah and then we've also got other batman franchises yes so where does this stand with those oh this is the best batman franchise oh. I think the Dark Knight as itself still stands as one of the best comic book movies individually, right? Yes. But it's interesting when you think about this one now, because when this franchise finished, yes. we only had the first Avengers movie. So Marvel hadn't really made its big solid footprint on big the world yet. Like yeah. the first yes. Avengers movie was big. Yes. But they got bigger. <laughs> oh yeah. And the movies got better. I would argue the movies got better after yep. that first Avengers movie. Like yeah. The first Iron Man is still great, but then like, you know, your Captain Americas and your Thors now, they, they all went oh, up in so quality because they've yeah. just, it's like they're figuring it out as they go along kind of mm. thing. And you have movies on the, the right scale directors. of, yeah, Infinity War and Endgame, yep. you know. Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting to look at how it's compares to that. But the mm. one franchise this is always compared to is the Godfather franchise, which I think actually kind of That's works quite yeah, well. Yeah, it does yeah. now. Yeah. Even in the sense that the third one's not as good as the first two, in my Pretty opinion. But, yeah. um, like, it's it's unique. It's a unique trilogy for me. It definitely is. Yeah. It's surprising to see it um, because, as we said before, each film does feel like its own entity. Yeah. Like, it's almost it hasn't been written as a trilogy. Yeah. It's been written... As it's gone along for one reason or another. Yeah. Yeah. The first film being something they don't know it's going to go well or not. Yeah. The second film being, you know, oh, well, we've done, we're going to do a sequel now. So mm. we're going to also make a third one. Yeah. And then the third one having, you know, the death of Heath Ledger. Yeah. So, you know, it's always had some type of run in yeah. and problem. And the first yeah. one was a real palate cleanser from Batman and Robin. Every, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and it did. It did have an effect on other superhero movies after they all tried to do the Nolan make it grounded thing. Like mm. with the amazing Spider-Man, yes. those two movies yep. they tried to do that didn't work for Spider-Man no. because no. the problem was that this is, and it is a problem with Hollywood in general, is when something works for one movie, all the execs out there go, it. oh, let's let's make, yeah. let's do mm. Spider-Man it's the wrong like Nolan did Batman. It. And it's like, mm. no, you should be looking at Spider-Man and going, what makes Spider-Man work? Yeah, Bring that yeah. to the film. Yeah. It's his quirky. Well, that's what they did with Batman. Nolan looked through the, the good Batman comics and went, well, I'm going to bring these things to, to the, the forefront. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. are things that that would work with, things like maybe Constantine. Yeah. would work oh, really yeah. well with that type of thing. Yeah, but that you would Swamp find thing? that if you went and dug through the source material. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. you're right. Yeah, But I do think that, yeah, something like Spider-Man is so upbeat. Yeah, it suits Marvel look at, look at the what, what they're doing yeah. now. Look at what is there and then see why people love it. And they did it with, um, when, like when Deadpool came out, mm. everyone just went, oh, we got to make it. we got to make all these other movies <laughs> R-rated and 
quirky and then you get fucking suicide squad you know yes. so. yeah <laughs> well you look at like you know something that it did do well with that type of idea of grounding it yet again though a, a, a character that works well grounded mm. maybe better grounded is logan is wolverine yes you know yeah. as a character he works well grounded yeah which is weird because he's an x-man he's an well it's the same he's the same as batman though right where batman works grounded but then you can throw him in the justice league and it makes sense Sense. yes (laughs) correct yeah Yeah. which it's hard to then throw batman in there though and make it well he he does fit in it but he also does feel like the outlier for the justice league but he fits in it i think i talked about it before was did i talk about it on this podcast when it's like he sees the green lantern in that cartoon did i talk about that Oh yeah, yeah. That was a while back. Yeah, reiterate. It's in. I can't remember what the cartoon is called, but it's like the. It's like Dark Seed comes to thing. It's the first time they all meet each other, like Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman. Right. Is it like of the the, first crisis or final crisis? Yeah, something like that. It's of the animation universe. They've just wrapped up. They've just closed the book on it. It's the first movie of that universe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's literally Justice League. Yeah. Some apocalypse or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um. Green Lantern ends up in like Gotham chasing the, you know, like at the start of the live action, the Joss Whedon Justice League movie with all the parademon things flying around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same sort of thing as that. Uh, but it just actually works because Green Lantern goes to Gotham and Batman's already trying to catch one. And Green Lantern's all like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here to help you. And he like beats one of them. Batman's like, what, what are you doing? And he's like, you looked like you were struggling. He's like, no, how am I meant to know where that's coming from now? Like I was, I was investigating this and following it to see what it was doing. Yeah. You've yeah. just ruined that for me now. And I'm like, yeah, that's because Batman is a detective and he doesn't just swing his fist first. You know, yeah, well, exactly. That works. Yeah. And then later they they go into a sewer to chase one hmm. and Green Lantern's like all going like, so what's your power? And Batman just goes, no, I can't fly. <laughs> he's like, super strength. He's like, no. And he's like, are you just a dude dressed up as a bat? And Batman just kind of like turns his head and then turns back. And the guy's just like, what the hell? And then <laughs> that's the next it, thing Batman it, yeah. turns around and he goes, so how does this work? And he's holding the Green Lantern ring. Oh, and he's oh, like, how did wow. you get that? And he's like, you weren't concentrating. And then he just oh. like gets a shit. And that's like, I was just, that's how he yeah. fits in because he's just like super, super smart. focused and he's smarter than the rest of them. Yeah. But that's, yeah. and they just didn't, they just don't, they didn't get that in the Justice League movie. They, they did it. They just made how it was, You know how he was, um, is it that? Yeah, I think it's that movie. You got those flying creatures. What are they called again? Parad- is it Parademons? I think, yeah, Parademons. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they could have put it in there. They were in there. No, I mean, they could have put Green Lantern in there, but they just didn't do it. Yeah, they could have. He yeah. was in the movie originally. <laughs> yeah, because I heard Snyder say that he was in there, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah but they cut him cut from him. the film. Mm. Well, Who was going to play? Just Whedon did. I don't know. I didn't even check. That would have been cool. Yeah. But it's coming back, I guess. Yeah, maybe he will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they it's just made—they made him. They—they they didn't make Batman good in that Justice League movie. No, nah, not in the Justice League one. He's uh, horrible. In in Batman, Batman vs Superman. Superman, he has a thing there. He is interesting. Yeah, yeah. his but, his face looks. I don't know. Affleck's face in the suit just—he looks menacing, and he looks like he's wise no i don't have a problem with yeah, athlete i, I have a problem so with about it the, the way that it's like yeah. and I, I would i would say <clears throat> too joss whedon with his avengers movies didn't he didn't do a very good job with captain america and his two avengers movies like mm. captain america is like just thrown to the sidelines yeah. he doesn't if you watch him he does nothing in those yeah. movies yeah but when they later he's one of the most important yeah. figures he's i will i will say though kudos for whedon on avengers because it's yeah. No one had ever tackled that many no, characters. Well yeah. yeah, yeah. He just, but I just, I definitely, just think he doesn't know what to do with the characters that aren't aren't overly powered power, like the rest yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say, and yeah, exactly because you know Superman and all that in Justice League actually feels like he's 
such a big part of the story, so important. Mm. And then even Wonder Woman feels so important. Yeah. And then you see Batman and you're like, you feel out of place. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know? And yeah. it's weird because it's like Batman is supposed to be that cool character that does so yeah. many cool things. Mm. Cool. Well, there, and there was um, chat. Do you remember cool there was a bit of hype around when Man of Steel was coming out? That Christian Bale's Batman was going to do the crossover. Would have made sense, Henry actually. Yeah. With, it would have looked with this cool. Henry Cavill Superman. Mm-hmm. But Nolan ultimately said he didn't want to do it. But I remember Christian Bale, there was things he was going, oh, if Nolan found a way to make it work, I'd be keen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which would have been super. That would be like, imagine that world. Well, it would have been if they kept in that world. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, I mean, I think Man of Steel fits nicely within. I enjoyed that movie. Within um, it would have Dark Knight's it world. It's, it's good, yeah. But then they made it super campy with mm. with even yeah. Batman versus Superman is super campy. Parts of it are, yeah. Yeah, parts of it are. The ending with uh, yeah, oh yeah, with that. Oh, the Zod What's thing? it called? Hey, broke oh God, I can never remember oh, its name. Um, Doomsday. Doomsday. Oh, yeah. Doomsday. It's just so weak. Yeah. Uh, the the weakest part of those is Lex overacted, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah. it's a Gene, shame. Gene because... Hackman was the best one, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, on that front. Yeah. Also, what I think we've what this tells us is that like the Dark Knight trilogy holds up pretty good because we're yeah. more critical of the yeah. other Batman movies than yeah. we have of the Dark Knight. Yeah. But it's crazy that it does because with how many problems it ran into and mm. it being singular films in long yeah. run, yeah, it works. and it is it, it is works. a shame. Like obviously, like like you were talking about before we hit record on this race that Batman Begins banked less money. And yes. part of the reason that the Dark Knight banked a lot was the surround the Heath Ledger's death. And Correct. The buzz yeah. surrounding how good his performance was in that movie. Like that's what mm-hmm. everyone all the cast and crew were talking about what an what an electric performance it yes. was. That garnered more viewership for people to go and see his last last role yeah. kind of thing. As, gonna as well that. as the Joker. And the Joker yeah. as a villain. Just being yeah. such a famous villain. And then mm-hmm. um it is a shame that we didn't get to see the third movie of the trilogy that would have heavily featured him again, yes. I believe, from what I've read. Yeah. It sounds like it would have been on a court case of him pulling everything back down that they'd built up. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah, with Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never, yeah, it's a shame you never see that, eh? Yeah. Hmm. What were you going to say, Dan? Oh, I was going to mention what Declan was saying. Like, if Heath didn't, didn't pass away, hmm. will it have got the numbers... I think it still would have because I think his performance is that good. I think it's that good. It's because this was before social media days, wasn't it? Yeah, and re- that's remember I said that when that I first saw still... the trailer, it was before Cloverfield. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why because two thousand eight. Yeah, the only thing the MySpace that, days. Yeah, mm. maybe. Yeah, maybe would have. I don't know. Yeah. The only thing that would have been pushing it is like yeah, you know, Richard Wilkins on Today Show because he was back then. I think as well. It's I, those I, little I, things. I think it would have because I think that the buzz behind. The character, this interpretation yeah. of the Joker was massive. It's funny as well because I, I remember so many people talking about the old not, um, Burton Batman mm. and saying he was everywhere. He was on posters. He was on magazines. He was everywhere. It hadn't been. It had been what? How long was it? Twenty years. Yeah. Before we then got to see the same thing happen. Mm. Yeah. With Batman again, with the two same people, yeah. with Batman and Joker, yeah. and yet again, That's a as you said, yeah. Declan said once, he goes, "I had a magazine of Empire magazine yeah. with Joker on it or, or mm. Batman on it, and it was the Dark Knight." I had exactly the same thing. Mm. I wasn't the person to be buying magazines, and when that came out, I was like, "I'm going to get the magazine, yeah. I'm going to get the poster." Yeah, 
You know, I'm waiting. That made me want to buy Empire every month after I got that one. Like, Pretty much. Because yeah. I, I always bought them when the Star Wars issues were coming out and stuff like that, you yeah. know, just to see the pictures. Because yeah, that was how you exactly, saw You, didn't yeah. have, you, you couldn't didn't... just go on YouTube and look up trailers. No. You just had to... It's true. All I yeah, had when I was crazy. a kid, man, when a new Star Wars movie was coming out was to like look at these still pictures yeah. that were often not even things that were going to happen in the movie. They were yeah. like BTS. Or they were, I remember from freaking The Phantom Menace, right? Yeah. There was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi running out into the desert fighting Darth Maul. They just took that picture for the lols. Like, that doesn't happen in the movie. But they've made that happen. Or it's it's just Qui-Gon and Obi just back-to-back holding a lightsaber. Yeah. And that's it. And then you're like... But that's what you wanted to see. That was what was like my fuel for... Look, I would just pour over these pictures, man. Yeah. Like, that's what I did. And I remember a super, super... Well, I remember a super, super creepy... You know, like, uh, what are they called? The lollipops? The you know, Pez? like a Pez? Yeah, Pez, yeah. Pez. Yeah. But this was like a face of, like, Jar Jar. Yeah, you yeah. open it up the and the tongue there was came a Godzilla out. Godzilla oh, one as well. Yeah, I remember And those, I was like, yeah. am I sucking the tongue <laughs> of Jar Jar Pinks? Super creepy. Oh. Now thinking back... There's a Godzilla one as well, I remember it. Yeah. You're walking around and you're like... <laughs> it was French really and, weird. French and Jar Jar. Yeah. He had a long tongue in that movie. Too. Yeah, too. Uh, yeah. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Quite a, quite a tasty candy, to say the least. Oh, man. Um, now, I want to talk about our memorable moments of these movies because yeah. I think there are certain points in these films that uh, not only did they make us... Uh, they intrigued us for what we want to do at the time as filmmakers we, mm. we wanted to make movies once once upon a time we wanted to make movies and i, I think, think there's I still think every, that in us every kid goes through that stage i think i yeah. still do i just am lazy yeah. <laughs> i'm waiting for oh, the i'm waiting for the tap Declan. yeah but um definitely there were things here that that would have uh gotten into our souls and been like wow mm. you know and push us ahead mm. and then there's also just moments that are just cool yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What would be the let's say the three most mom- memorable moments for the, yourself? Uh, well, for me, it'll be the two the two scenes in Joker. I'm oh, sorry, in Joker, fucking in, the Dark Knight. Yeah. So the opening scene and the pencil scene. Yeah, yeah. They stand out to me the most. And oh, see, I want to say I can't. It's hard for me to get three. Yeah, maybe four. Go. Might be breaking with Batman's back and um, when he gets out of the pit. But really? I've, got, I've gotten pretty much none from the first movie. Really? Yeah. See, I love the yeah. the idea of uh, seeing Bruce Wayne climb the mountain with a blue flower and then later on seeing him on the ice. Mm. Like oh, I would package that as one. On the ice with the gauntlets on for the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've never seen like, you know, he's in that really bad robe, like that that brown robe. Yeah. And then the, these black gauntlets on. It's like a Jedi, Jedi robe. Yeah, it's black gauntlets on. And that look for me has stuck. Stuck. Mm. Stuck. Stuck. It's stuck. Stuck in my head. <laughs> stuck in my head. <laughs> but it's definitely stuck with me. One, that for number one, mm. for sure. And then number two would be probably um, uh, the, uh, the pencil scene. Like uh, the the heist scene is so good as its own entity. Wow. The pencil scene, number three, when you see the Batmobile come out of the alley for the first time and the wheels rotate oh, in, brrr, 
<laughs> horizontally yeah. fucked my brain. Bat, as bat, a, bat, as bat pod, you mean? Bat yeah, pod. the bat pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When you see that and it goes yeah. for the first time and faces down the truck, yeah, that did mean. Like, I, told, I, I told you, God, that made the audience go like gasp when they saw that one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Everyone was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that absolutely made me go. That this is the greatest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Even at that time, all physics. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does it zero and like but it doesn't cool. make any sense yeah. you just you would roll with it yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's it Literally. that's all that would happen yeah. but seeing that occur was amazing and i think that is about well, it the truck flip scene was pretty sick that was they made a big deal about that it was very yeah, yeah. Well, that mean, was marketed very heavily yeah, yeah. it's yeah. also like one of nolan's big things he likes taking Things that transport people in <laughs> and yeah. blowing it up or something, yeah. doing something like yeah. that with it. But yeah, that, I'd definitely say like the biggest impact scene for any of these movies, oddly enough, is the rolling wheels <laughs> on the bat pod. Yeah. I think for me, number three didn't have really anything that really, I mean, the opening oh, the, maybe with Bane. Yeah. Yeah, the, that like the, 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 sick. And it's not even the opening, it's just the kicking in of the music. Yeah. The, when he goes crashing oh, his yeah. plane, he goes boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, crashing. There's, there's a lot of good scenes. Yeah. yeah. But that would be it. Those those would be my top, you know, three to four. Yeah. Mm. Memorable moments from the film. Mm. Declan. Yeah, the pencil moment again. Yeah. I think that's just a, that's an iconic scene. Um, the interrogation scene. Between the Joker and oh, Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think one. about that. that. Like, I wrote a short film which just basically ripped Did that you? off. Really? Yeah, in film school. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, and the final one for me would actually be because I'm trying to think about this the first time I ever watched The Dark Knight or mine are from The Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> first time at the cinema and it was seeing Two Face for the first time. Like, yeah. For me, that was like, Turn. I just remember because I told you guys one of the first time I watched this movie, I just didn't want it to end. Like, I was, it was such an, yeah. it was such an event. And I remember just being like, I was like, holy shit, they're doing Two-Face in this movie. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> As well. Like it already felt so packed. And then to then throw him in there at the end, I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe I've done this. And actually make it work. Yeah. 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 So that would be that would be that for me. That would be the top The build-up to that was awesome. Yeah. As well. The whole, look at me. Look yeah. at me. Like, but you don't see him. Yeah. You don't see him until finally he says, say, say it. it. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. yeah. He's all Harley, face, Two-Face face <laughs> yeah. so, wouldn't, it been wouldn't it be great if Gary Oldman wasn't stoic in that moment he's just like oh, and he like jumped jumped at the yeah, moment yeah. with it he's yeah, like, he fuck you scared me man <laughs> <laughs> calm down imagine waking up in your bed and his things above your head <laughs> that was definitely like the most memorable moments um, and another thing with it we got the memorable moments, but what are the most valuable players in this film? The MVPs of this film and the weakest links. Yeah. Because I know what yours are, Dan, almost straight off the bat. Well, can, um, I can tell you the weakest links straight away. Rachel. <laughs> I know, that's exactly what I thought yeah. you were going to say. Yeah. Um, MVP, uh, Morgan Freeman's character. Really? Q. Lucius. Q. I never Lucius would have thought Fox. about that, yeah, actually. Uh, without him, that would be nothing. Yeah, in all nothing. retrospect, Morgan Freeman's... Fox is really it's a good character. He's yeah. not in it much. He's but charismatic he's... too. That's all I like about him. Mm. Yeah, he's good. Um, he trusts him a lot. Yeah. yeah, with everything. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but if you want to talk about for Bankable, we the Joker. Yeah, but he's he's the center of the whole franchise. Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Declan, you go next. That's what. So like MVP in terms of someone who actually is like, like helps the good guys 
the most for me is Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 But Joker would be in terms of like <laughs> the face of the franchise. You yeah. have yeah. to say that. Mm-hmm. Just because it, of like yeah. all the everything going against, everyone's like, nah, you can't beat Jack Nicholson. You won't do better than that. Yada, yada, yada. And then boom, just took the world by storm. Just mm. nails it. Weakest link for me, buddy, uh, John Blake, Joseph Gordon. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could delete him from the movie and it would never make a fucking difference. <laughs> I forgot how much you hated him, eh? God damn it. <laughs> now I just feel I like, like I'd him. follow suit if I said that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, I like him. He's good. Yeah, well, like I said last week, though, you could Commissioner Gordon could have just done all the things that he did. He could have. Yeah, but he didn't need to have him in hospital. It could have just been Commissioner Gordon running around doing all those things, and it just the movie would have been exactly the same. Yeah. It would have been That's no true. different. That's true. Yeah. Well, I you know I think it's uh, uh, full blown on the nose that definitely Joker is going to be yeah our top mm. MVP of of the franchise as a franchise. Yeah. That's what yeah. you think of. You think of the Dark Knight series straight away, boom. And what an Joker. impact. He's only yeah. in one movie and he's only in about 30 or 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. All up. Like, Not really that much. I mean, he's got like the most prominent scenes when he's in it mm. um, and says the most interesting things on him. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. As a weakest player, it's funny. I don't want to follow suit and say John Blake, but I can't think of anyone else that is <laughs> yeah. that weak in the story. <laughs> Like she's super weak, yeah. And maybe I'd say secondary to that. And it's no offense because I think Michael Caine is fantastic. But there's a portion of me that thinks that Alfred is very confused, yeah, because he's always telling him something and then going against it. Yeah, well, like through the whole movies, he's constantly saying like, "Oh, this is what you got to do to be Batman." And then he's turning around and being like, "No, I don't want you to be Batman. Be Batman. Why are you yeah. still being Batman?" But then he's helping him be Batman. Batman. Yeah, it's yeah. very confusing. It's very yeah. like he's it's... constantly hypocritical. Mm. I like I like the new Alfred in um the DC. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, he's Jeremy Irons is good. Yeah, he's, he's good. So, yeah, when he I didn't saw get him, enough time. Yeah, he just no. he's yeah. insane. He's a good actor, man. He he's like a... up there with Willem Dafoe, man. Like, well, he's oh, like he's he's like his Lucius Fox as well. Yeah, he's helping him build all the. That's what he, Alfred is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Lucius Fox was introduced later, mm. and Alfred was, in all retrospect, the guy who helped yeah. him with tech. Yes. He, he even good. built a lot of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, so, ma- that makes more sense. Who's playing Alfred in the new movie? Do we know? I don't know. We can oh. check it up. Yeah, because no, I was going to, I was, I was going to say too, the marketing with the new movie does feel similar to the way that that they've done in the past as well where they're just leaking little pictures here and there oh. like when we first saw the Batmobile oh that Batmobile yeah. so looked at it and I was like that looks it just looks like a Corvette with yeah, a hectic engine in it which yeah. is awesome so sick yeah. you don't <laughs> like, it? like it I don't like who <laughs> it is mad. oh who is it I, uh, give, some, give some clues <laughs> okay um my precious Gold oh, Circus Circus Andy Circus that's interesting he's a no, he's in uh, the prestige is that I think he'd be right. I like I like Andy Serkis. I don't know. He's a weird looking dude. Yeah, though. he's a good actor though. Yeah, he's a good actor. He could. He, I mean, with the beard. I mean, yeah. yeah. He could. Yeah, that's how he. Yeah, he'll, he'll fit him. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll not yeah, be he'll good. Mark, man. He, he, he he's a good like, actor. He looks like um, Rolf Harris, like a young version of Rolf Harris in that picture. <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to be him. <laughs> he, you know, you he don't was. Be him. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Although that's that's a movie in the making right there. What? Oh, but he man. does <laughs> sort of slash Colonel Sanders. Wow. Well, um, well, because him and know, Matt, him and Matt Reeves have a good working relationship, obviously. Yeah. yeah well, oh, yeah. Of course. Who's the commissioner? Who's the commissioner? Oh, we got the um, we got a 
It's um, a look at the that commissioner, dude. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Got some interesting people in it. Carmine Falcone is played by John Turturro. Oh. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. a really good choice. John Turturro. I've seen John Turturro for a while. He's a good... Uh, he did a series in HBO. He was a lawyer with yeah. itchy feet. Have you seen it? No. Oh, what? man. I think he got a couple of Emmys for it. He's good. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah there's... There's an interesting... It's pity he did Transformers and Michael Bay. He's pretty funny in that movie. He was the best part. He's pretty funny yeah. Yeah. Super interesting cast. <clears throat> it's really weird. I got I got faith in uh, that director, man. I think you, I think it'd be good. Yeah. yeah, with, I mean, who's this? District Attorney Gil Colson is played by Peter Sarsgaard. Gil's the one oh, that wow. gets killed in Batman Begins. Hey, Rachel's boss. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gil Colson. Yeah. So they're Coulson. obviously going to do the same thing. Like yeah. I wonder if they're going to Hopefully follow. Not. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah. going to. Well, obviously Harvey Dent isn't the DA yet, is what I'm saying. Yeah. They'll build into that, it yeah. seems like. Which is good. I'd rather that. That's coming out twenty twenty two now, isn't I it? I say I say what they do with this. Yeah, twenty twenty two. They pushed it back so far. Do you, do you, it looks Mid like it looks like the with the Riddler, the way that he looks in the film too, they they're going they're inspired by that hush story that came out recently where the Riddler was actually more. hush instead of um, oh, I don't know it is. Really? Doctor. Yeah, there was a twist at the end. He was hush. I don't like that. It's interesting if you watch the thing of it, though. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. just I I know Hush as you know Bruce Wayne's yeah. friend who you know yeah. then comes you, back. I I thought the same thing as you, but then when I saw it sort of play, it, I was like, oh, it's not too. It makes sense. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like anything, but that's like a lot of stuff Scott Snyder does. When he does it, you go, oh, I don't know, and then you read the story and you go, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, you made it work. Um, moving on. Uh, has this series just as a series itself aged well? You know, you, yeah. you see yes. it and I think out of all of the Batman movies it so ha- far... It hasn't aged, still current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that because of Nolan? Because you see his films Ooh, and his question. films don't really feel like they age. Uh, no. Even, um, what is it, um, Memento. Mm. Memento. Or it's what a '90s film. Maybe it's maybe the one early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. yeah. So like one or something like that. Yeah. It feels still pretty on the level. Maybe the costuming. That's yeah. Maybe he doesn't really there. use too much technology in his film in terms of like no. like mm. phones and things like that's that. That's what helps. Because yeah. I don't think he uses a phone. I think he has a one phone in his office, but he prefers to meet face to face with people all the time. Mm. Well, even yeah, no, he doesn't like. He, so, or even yeah. he's old-fashioned with how he dresses. Yeah. Yeah. He just, I'm going to work. I'm wearing a suit. Mm. You know, he's um, that type of guy. But I, I think it has. I think I think it's almost like weirdly a breath of fresh air in the current state of like everyone's everything else is very bombastic, yes. and over the top, um, and you're not getting many grounded interpretations of things like this anymore. It really is. You know, we can see how it influenced something like, and we've said it before, like Casino Royale. Because Casino Royale is another film that bar the fact that, yeah, sure, there's mobile phones in it. Yeah. You, if you took that away from the movie, mm. movie feels really on the level like it's part of now. Well, and, and, yeah. and Hollywood people didn't know if they could reboot. This was the first time they'd rebooted a, a standing franchise. And they in that documentary yeah. we watched, Daniel, they yeah. talk about, they were like, we didn't know if people would accept it. And now they just fucking reboot it. Everything. Any, anything goes wrong. If it yeah, gets man. panned, they just go, oh, well, we'll yep. just reboot it. Restart it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That sucks. 
It does. Well, nothing original comes from anything. Yeah. You know, it's very rare to see something yeah. original. Yeah. Hence why when you see something hereditary or midsummer, like that yeah. guy's stuff, yeah. you're like, wow. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so be different. That's good horror. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I've watched that. I've seen, I've seen Midsummer. I like Midsummer a lot. That was yeah. one I should have said on the previous podcast. It's good, man. But it's funny because even like you see the old Batman movies, the Burtons, the Schumachers, you know, the dreaded Schumachers. Mm. <laughs> and then and then now even even the Justice League and Batman vs Superman feels dated in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, oh, it does. Yeah. It's just a CGI fest. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. It's yep. too much. <laughs> Don't yeah. put so much CGI. Mm. And, and it's funny. I'd say even that the Batman... The, the Justice League and Batman vs Superman feels more dated than mm. the Schumacher well, ones. Like, like I've said before, though, I don't. It's like it'll come to a point. They do the have future. a lot of CGI in them, but I think it's I think it's the way that your CGI gets used and how strong your story is that will make you notice that yeah, stuff more. Like true. yeah, like Infinity War and Endgame have a buttload of CGI, but we're so invested in is Iron Man going to die in his fight against Thanos? Yep. You know when they're yeah, fighting yeah. like that is just a CGI fest that fight. Yeah, but you were just everywhere. like you were just like oh my god, I don't want Tony Stark to die. die Please yeah. don't die, and you don't you don't notice that it's mm. crazy. With the problem with Batman vs Superman and Justice League is we don't really have an investment in those characters. Nah, nothing. Nah. Nah. So we watch it and we're just like, this is just fucking, what is going on? Like, there's just shit yeah. flying up everywhere. Yeah, I'm just like, going to say now, even though I do want to see a Snyder cut, I still reckon it's going to be shit. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that good. Mm. Look, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but, but it's good that the people have power because they're doing, um, was it Watch? No, no. Uh, Battle Angel. Did you hear about that? What? They're, uh, people don't- signed a, Peti- uh, what do you call those? Please tell me they're doing a sequel. No, the people said reboot it. No, they're gonna rescreen it, and the, and the um basically the the try and get money for it the next one. Maybe, maybe, but they're gonna re rescreen it from so many people saying because everyone wanted a sequel, this, and it didn't do well. My, I, haven't, I still haven't watched it. It's a pretty good movie. My friend walked into it and he was like, "I don't want to watch this movie." Mm. Straight away was like, "I do not want to watch this movie. It looks horrible." He walked out. He goes, "That was my favorite movie this year." Yeah, that's got really good CGI. Like, it, there's there's a lot of weak points in it. Yeah, but it's a fun, and the characters movie. are strong. Yeah, the characters are so yeah. strong. That's you. You might roll your eyes at me when I say this, but like, I feel like you would have watched this series as a kid, like me. Yeah, I can still watch clips on YouTube. There's obviously a lot of filler and a lot of issues with it and everything, but yeah. in terms of like things that are just like unbelievable and would like. Obviously, this didn't use CGI because it's a cartoon, but if it was a movie, it would use heaps. Yeah. But Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Those fights are ridiculous and they go on forever and ever and ever. They're fucking but crazy. The characters yeah. are like rounded, like they're crazy out of this world characters, yeah. but you are invested in them and you watch those fights going like, yeah. I freaking hope Goku wins. Oh man, yeah. I don't want Vegeta to die. You know, like, cause you like that. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing that gets missed a lot when they go for spectacle. And we yeah. were talking about it with Rob exactly. Zombie before that's as well. True. Like yeah. you need that balance of like character and spectacle. Yeah. You can have crazy, you could have Superman fighting Doomsday in space, punching each other. If we mm. cared about Superman winning or losing that fight enough, yep. we would just yeah, be like, be Oh like- my God, man, I don't want Superman to die in space. But yeah. you need to, you need to, create that care yeah. you need us to care yeah that's and the I, problem that's what worked with iron man it did yeah it worked yeah well they got it right let's face it spo- huge spoilers if you've never seen it but i hope that you have by now <laughs> yeah. but when you see you know and what a way for for tony stark to go out and we've done that on this podcast yeah, in yeah. Game as well, yeah. if you want to yeah. go back and listen to it yeah mm. we never did end game yeah we did Oh yeah, we did. We did it. We did yeah. a big return and then didn't do a podcast again for like six months. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but 
at the end of the day, uh, you know, what a way for Tony Stark to go out. Yeah. To, to have him mm. snap, a normal man to snap and do that. Yeah. That's why you care as well. Mm. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not it's not the superhero doing it. Yeah. You looked at and not only that, but they led up with how hard it is for someone to do that mm. yeah. by showing Hulk even not not be able to do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and even, and nice even, even with this trilogy, right? We we care so much about Bruce Wayne, even though you can argue that the Batman character has been pushed to the side for the yeah, villains. We really, care so much that I we I don't really care for him, eh? Well, I did. <laughs> like, if you want to compare between Avengers, like say Iron Man to Batman, yeah, I had way more but heart. I, but I, I, what I'm going to say is that I I got goosebumps still seeing him sit in that cafe in Italy or oh, France oh, yeah, or wherever yeah. he was. Yeah. It was a good knowing that he finally was wrong. getting to live a happy life, yeah. even though that, that was, was really ham fisted in for the last movie. Like, it was so yeah. telegraphed. Yeah, yeah. it still got me because because yeah. I cared about yeah. the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I like to see Alfred happy was, that Bruce had finally made it. You know, it was like yeah. I was it doing was a setup. I was a good doing setup it. I was doing an extreme again. It, it's, <laughs> if you're going to compare, if you're going to compare the two, I, yeah, I'll still put the Marvel. Well, it's so Over, hard to win. Yeah. Well, like Marvel's built uh, it up if, over twenty if, films. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, yeah, it's true. And not only that, but Iron Man has been maybe the most common character in all of them. Mm. Yeah, but if you look at a Pixar movie, they can do it in two hours. Or they can half. do it in three minutes. Pixar, three minutes. Yes, yeah. correct. <laughs> like, yep, exactly. Man, Pixar first, just like they yeah. just. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's hard. That's the, why when we do our top tens, I'm just. There will. That's which, why I had to let Pixar make a feature in my top ten because might, they're so incredible yeah, at storytelling. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. You want to want to let people know that. Uh, yeah. Next it. week we'll be doing our all three of our top ten lists. Yeah, yeah. No one had no, no one knows that yet. Yeah. So yes, that will be our next video for next week. Yeah. Yes. It was yes. requested as well. Well, it's not the next video. It would be the one after the next video because when you guys are listening to this, yeah. there will be a top ten episode. There'll be a t- in yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah. Two from this one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they'll be wildly different. Yes. From the three of us, which is oh, good. super different. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good. Um, and, moving and, on. Oh, I just want to yeah? say there'll be no Michael Bay films in the top ten. <laughs> how do you know? How do you know? Oh, because that was not a mind. How do you know? Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that one of the one movie I've seen so many times in my life, maybe at least once a year. Armageddon? No, Bad Boys 2. Oh, Bad Boys 2. Nearly once a year I watch Bad Boys 2. And it's because of my friends. (sighs) Yeah. Because we got like a thing with Bad Boys 2 together. But that's about it. Yeah. I I can't watch those movies anymore. (laughs) It's just rubbish. Do it, do it, man. Do it. (laughs) Do it. Watch it. Watch it. That's just too unbelievable. But anyway. Guess what? Next I'm, series I'm is Bad Boys, Mark. <laughs> oh, like, Mate, I'm get, actually like... They're fun, but it's just... Yeah. I'm really excited for the top 10 episode. Yeah. I'm looking forward Same. to it. Racism. To do it. No, I never said that. <laughs> wow. I just haven't finished it yet. I've got to talk to my brisket, see if it lets me... Uh, mm, shit. Do a top 10. <laughs> well, every, when we're doing the top 10, you're like, just go baste it. Yeah. Just walk away. <laughs> All right. Our final rankings for these films... Uh, they went as so. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dan's rankings for Batman Begins, 7 out of 10. Dark Knight, 8 out of 10. Dark Knight Rises, 8.5 out of 10. And as a series aggregate, that was a 78 out of 100. Yeah. So it's a 7.8. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a high rating, it is, actually. It is. That's a really high rating. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Um. Uh, Declan, you had a list mm. of which one you enjoyed more over the others. Yeah. You put above the others. Uh, and it never changed. No. 
No, it hasn't changed. <laughs> not not once. That, so it's not a pretty it's simply, not a pretty simply, third, The Dark Knight Rises. Second, Batman Begins, and first, The Dark Knight. Yeah. And for myself, I had a scoring of Batman Begins nine out of ten, Dark Knight nine point five out of ten, and Dark Knight Rises eight point five out of ten. And that gave it a 90 out of 100, so a 9 out of 10 as yep. an aggregate. Very high beat. You're in uh, high distinction territory there. That is, so yes. That's yeah, so a uni assignment. What's mine? I could high distinction. <laughs> no, yours would be a 7. credit. 7.8. A oh, credit. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty shit, eh? No, it'd be a distinction. 78. It would be, actually. You're yeah. right. Yeah. 75. 75 and above, That sits well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Distinction yeah. for Nolan's yeah. it's good, man. trilogy. 60 to 75, isn't it? Passes 50 to 60. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Most of yeah. his movies are in that range. Most. Is a a, a, a distinction? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's where Which I would sit most of his stuff. Same as Villeneuve. Villeneuve is a different world yeah, for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think I like him better than Nolan. I do. I'll, I'll, so do I. So, yeah. but I like Prisoners and I like... Enemy, Arrival. Yeah. Let's just say Blade there might be, a, might be a Villeneuve film in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Yes. That'll be yeah. Prisoners. We'll, we'll see I'm, next I'm, week. I'm calling it. We'll see you next week. Call it. Call it. Call it. Um, all right. Uh, and I think that that should wrap us up for the Dark Knights trilogy. The Batman, Christopher Nolan franchise. Sayonara, Batman. I'll see you next time. Yes. Uh, you've been listening to Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. Taking the cowl off and I'm handing it over. I'm Declan. <laughs> and you have a good week. Respect.